If it were not for this coronavirus pandemic that has put every single individual at a halt, literally everyone, from hanging out at the mall or just chilling out at the park without getting fined for it, we'd be grouping up with friends, chilling at a Starbucks, or it's, if it's the second cup in your second area, cup. That's right. or the nearest Maison OT. I'm gonna bust that up on this on this on this on this platform again. Shout out to OT. We'd find ourselves in study sessions, places to connect with friends, places to get our grind on when it comes to work ethic for school, or if it's Bible studies or whatever it is. We're talking about an opportunity to dive deeper in our studies. And that's what we're talking about here on The Bridge Podcast. I'm Lou Micah. And I'm Josel. I am Mateo. And this is The Bridge Podcast. Run it! Welcome to today's episode. We're so excited that you're listening to us. But before we get into the matter of today, I want to invite you to go into our Facebook, our Instagram, Spotify, Anchor, whatever platform you can listen to a podcast and like, listen, share this, because we're hoping that somebody can benefit from listening to this. And I just want to invite you, if you want to watch video, you'd rather watch a video than listen to a podcast, go ahead and Facebook and you can li- and you can watch this. But if you prefer not to look at our faces, you can also just go into a podcast and listen to it. We have everything available for your disposal and for your convenience. Well, today we're talking about study tips. And if you're in university, if you're in high school, or if you're doing your master's or PhD, well, if you're doing your PhD, you probably got study tips down. But if you're doing your high school diploma or your undergraduate, you're going to benefit from today's episode. But I think that overall, as a Christian, you will benefit from this because everything we talk about study tips, it will include also studying the Bible, studying the Word, studying something that will challenge you to become better and a better person. And we got Giselle here, we got Lomaika, and you have myself. Different personalities, different styles of studying, different things that have helped us, and we hope to share this with you. But to kick it off, Lou, share with us what is your favorite atmosphere to study in. And right after, we're going to hear Giselle. Definitely for me, Mateo, um, it's going to be, it's got to be music. Number one, you got to set the mood. Music, music, music. Yeah, that's my thing. I know a lot of people, they have a hard time with that. My biggest thing is lo-fi um, music. Just no lyrics at all. Lo-fi beats. Yo, lo-fi beats. I don't know if you got that um, that YouTube or that uh, playlist on Apple Music or if it's on Spotify. But I promise you, if you get hooked up on this lo-fi chill beats music, it literally is a bit of that. It's just that background noise that has a pretty consistent beat and it sets a rhythm for me. When I'm, once I'm in that rhythm, I feel like a work ethic builds up inside. 
and you can do solid of 40 minutes of writing, 45 minutes. You take that 10, 15 minute break, whatever it is for you, then you dive right back in. Um, this has personally helped me a lot with uh, Purpose Institute essays. We'll dive in it, dive into it real, real quick. But uh, number one for sure, the music tone. Then I would throw in ambiance, making sure you have that low light, uh, just kind of mid light, not too, not too bright either, just to set that kind of warm atmosphere. That's for me something huge. So if I was at a Starbucks cafe, uh, just kind of in a corner, not where a lot of traffic's going in and out. Yeah, having 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 people go about their business for me is a big driving motivator to 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 keep studying to to know that I'm about my business. I'm doing my thing. They're doing their thing. It's a mutual connection, even though we're not in communication. Dude, and this this sounds like date night kind of. <laughs> yeah, a little. It sounds like dating a little setting, bit. Setting mood, you know what I'm saying? And and 100. The last thing, probably um, for my study. I mean, my gear for sure. Uh, laptop, uh, water bottle, and 100. The last thing I'd I'd say is snacks. You cannot pass snacks. snacks. A bowl of pretzels. There's got to be a bowl of whatever. In in in. Um, my, shout out to my boy Adrian, but for him in my case, it's a bowl of cereal. It's a bowl of cereal. Yo, that's underrated. No, that's underrated. No, don't pass up on cereal right now. Captain Crunch, With baby. That two percent milk. Don't wow. be giving me some homogenized three point twenty five. Not today. Come on now. Come on now. Preach that. I'm going for that fine filtered, pure filtered. Mm -hmm. uh, the cows that were fed on the the plains of Abraham. Filtered. I'm th that's what I'm talking about. Kind of milk with wow. a bowl of Fruit Loops or Lucky Charms. That's for me. That's it. Awesome, awesome. Giselle, you got a heart arc to follow, but what's your favorite atmosphere to study in? <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, but uh, Lou hit hit most of the stuff to be honest. Uh, but for me, there's a there's a few other things that. Uh, I would also pair in like for me, it's it's really hard to study when I'm surrounded by a mess. Like mm. you know, at my at my desk at home, at, at a coffee shop, whatever. Like even the table surrounding me, gotta be clean. Like if there's some dude like next to me that's got like all his mess around, like he's got garbage and stuff. I'm gonna talk to him real quick. I mean, I'm gonna say, brother, can I clean your garbage for you? <laughs> I go ahead and take this from you. You know, you know, just I need a clean space to work because uh if there's just too much going on, my mind just gets like I'm I'm that kind of person that like you know I see like uh, a can of coke or something like that, and I'm like my mind just goes and I lose track of my studying. So that's one thing that I really need. Um music is actually not something that I can study with, to be honest. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm one of those and, and that's kind of funny because if you're somebody that knows me, I love music, like I love listening to music. Uh, I'm a musical guy. I like to play instruments, stuff like that. But when I'm studying, it's really hard for me to study when I got music, even if it's like lo-fi beats, you know, something without any lyrics, it's tough. Um, but I understand that's not, that's, you know, it's different for everybody. So for me personally, that's it. Uh, but Lumica nailed it. You got to have the snacks. Come on now. You got to have the snacks. I mean, Which how are you trying to, how are you trying to study on an empty stomach though? Right, like, how how are you trying to get work done when when you know your your body's not taken care of? Right, this is the Lord's temple. You know what I mean? 
So for me, it's it's snacks. But either I'll get a snack or I'll I'll eat something beforehand. Uh, you know, I'll I'll go to you know Qdoba or something like that. Get a quesadilla. Eat, the, eat that temple, bro. Yeah. Get a harito. You know, just get it. Get it all taken care of, and then jump right in. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Like clean space. If I got my you know my laptop, my um, I still like to go with uh, paper and pen sometimes too. Uh, just to write additional stuff down. Actually, um, personally, I think that writing stuff down on paper and pen is easier to retain stuff than typing it out. Hmm. Um, that's like personal preference. But yeah, that for me, that's my atmosphere. Uh, highlight, low light doesn't really matter to me. Um, as long as I got those other things uh, set up, then I'm good. Awesome, awesome. You know, you were talking about atmosphere. I'm a paper and pen type of guy, so I have books all over the place where I write, so I don't, I don't study very well on electronics, but there's one reason I only use one pen, only black. If this is my highlighter, my black pen, my red pen, my green pen, my everything, I just do everything with black pen. But here's, here's one thing for me, why I use pen and, 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 and paper. Distractions, <laughs> and even being honest, if I'm in my phone studying or in my laptop studying, you just wait till you get a notification and and I'm like, oh, I need to reply to this text. I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back right back. You, you don't come back. <laughs> you just don't come back. And so, you know, like I'm, I'm an Apple guy. So there is a, that night, night, night shift thing that you can put on. I don't even know how to call it, but basically you don't get notifications. And so I turn that on every time I'm studying. So that way if someone calls me, texts me. I just, I just don't get a notification. I get it, but it doesn't ring. And so that's one thing for me, distraction free. And more than anything, more than snacks, I just need to have a, a coffee. Just, just a cup of coffee with me and I'm good to go. And lastly, I'm a morning person, more than a night person. So I would like to study in the morning and not nights. I went through all university and didn't put and didn't pull one all-nighter not one because i cannot do all-nighters that's just not my life i need to be i need to be done so i i i, I can do it in the morning i am the type of person that i'd rather go to bed early to wake up early to study than to go to bed late at night studying and don't wake up at all that's just it is who i am and how i am but in talking with this of our atmosphere, there are also some challenges to studying. And, and, and studying can be challenging at times, especially if you have a part-time job or you have uh, two jobs. Um, I remember when I was in university, I had two jobs and I was volunteering at my local church. So it can be a challenging to find spaces to study. Not that I'm the most studious person ever, but these challenges arise due to lack of time, uh, due to distractions, due to commitments, uh, or just because the topic, it's not interesting enough. But there are different things that, that arise as you are studying. And so, Joselle, I was wondering if you can talk to us about some of the challenges that you face or that you have faced uh, while studying, and then, Lou, you can jump right after. Yeah, like, honestly, it's 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 a lot of, it's a lot of different factors uh, that, that come into kind of having a good study system if that makes sense um i'm just gonna say this right off the bat because 
just in case one of my high school teachers pops in and listens to this episode, like <laughs> I was, I am not an academic person. I'm just telling you guys right now. Okay. High school teachers. I'm sorry for what I put you through. Like, like legit, like I am not, a, 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 I'm not good with academics, not good with school, like math, grade 12 math. Um, I, I went into the final exam with like a 39% or something like that. And so if I didn't pass that, I would have failed the class and not graduated, bro. Like I would, and in turn would have to do another year and in turn would not have gone to Bible school and met every single one of you guys on the zoom call. Okay. Like <laughs> everything would, everything in my life would have fallen apart if I did not pass uh, this math class. Uh, but somehow I was able to get like a 90 something on the exam and finish with wow. a 51% which is the passing grade 50 is the passing grade here in uh, Manitoba. So I'm not good at, I'm not good at school, bro. Is a passing grade in Manitoba. What? Yeah, bro. What is it in Mont Quebec? 60? It's 60, man. Wow. See, I would have failed in Quebec. That's why I live in Winnipeg. Right. So Micah would have been an honor roll student. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, but like legit, like I was not an academic person. So I struggled a lot in school and it wasn't until, uh, like even in Bible school, actually, um, Bible school, I did a little bit better because um, the the classes were uh, built a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was it was they set you up for success. Great teachers, great instructors. Shout out to all my instructors from NCC. If you're listening, I love you guys. Shout out to you all. Um, but even then, like I didn't have a system, right? And that's what I want to catch. Want you guys to catch up on is the system. And I'll actually talk about this in the next point. But um, that was really the biggest challenge that I had was getting into a groove. Uh, because there were so many distractions, there were so many things that would catch my attention. In high school, it was—I'm gonna be honest—it was girls. In high school, it was girls, um, which is bad. Okay, and I went to Bible school. It was just the social aspect, you know, just uh, being around the same people every day, just hanging around, um, you know. And and really, college Bible college was just a great experience, but um, I was distracted a lot, which caused me to to struggle in. Uh, study studying and getting stuff done and even now to, to be honest today I, it's still something that i struggle with a little bit um obviously i found ways to uh adapt and work uh, away from that but that's probably the biggest challenge that i had was uh just distraction so um yeah lou what do you think bro you know i mean honestly for me i, I can hop on your point uh, mateo you declared it Josel, you declared it distractions um but not to belay that point uh and drive it drive it home um, I would maybe add tonight, um, the biggest challenge for me was comparison. Mm. I was, uh, I think a lot of people can maybe relate to that. Um, maybe it's not the same in different cultures, but in my culture, it was very heavy, uh, heavily uh, impressed upon us and flashed in our faces the grades and progression of other cousins family members, older brothers, different other people mm-hmm. that why aren't you progressing? You're in the same grade as this individual. Why aren't you progressing? And, um, you know, it's 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 no harm or, or no foul uh, word upon my parents for it. Uh, it's just how they were raised. And, you know, there was it, it's it's cultural. It's cultural. So I, can't, yeah. I can't I can't blame it. I can't blame them for it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. one thing that it it was a struggle for me because 
I constantly felt inferior. And uh, please, please, the, the, it, it gets better. Don't worry. Just flow with me tonight. Um, I definitely was, you know, was in a place where I was in lower math. And there were those kids in my, you know, in my year, they were in higher maths, higher sciences, higher everything. And I was like, I'll never be able to attain. I'll never be able to re reach their work ethic. I'll never be able to, to become who they are aspiring to be. You know, I can never be a nurse. I can never be a doctor. I can never, you know, pursue this, this dream I have to help people. Uh, I was just kind of the guy who is like, you know what, since I can't attain their level, let me just get the minimum. Let me just get mm. the passing grade. Let me just get the 60 and I'll be good. You know, and uh, that that was a very big sense of, I, I could call it out, mediocrity. Mm. You know, I did not aim for high. Um, my mom constantly told me, Lumaika, spend time with the smart people. I want you to be their friends. <laughs> Become friends with them. Don't go with the not smart people. Talk to the smart people. I'm like, but mom, like they're in different classes. I don't care. Go to their locker. Smile at them. Bro. <laughs> that Yo, advice mom, is undefeated, bro. That's no, undefeated. No, no cap. My mom is literally the best when it comes to events. Yeah. Just side note for anybody out there, just the smile at someone, even if they frown at you, you're going to impact their day. Mm. And most of the time, when they smile right back, that's an opportunity for you to, to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And I only began smiling at some of my colleagues that were smarter than me toward the end of high school. Basically, in Quebec, we end our uh, high school at uh, uh, grade, I believe, 11. And uh, we don't have a grade 12. So That's crazy. At, you know, I grew up between grade 10 and 11. That's when I started hanging out with the smart kids. But by then... I had already developed really poor studying habits. You want to know what my poor study habits were? Nothing. I had nothing. <laughs> I did not study at all. That's, that you makes know, sense. After school, it was like, my mom's like, so do you have any homework? Do you have anything to study? No, mom. No, it's okay. Uh, I got this. You know, it's okay. Can I now go outside, play with my friends? You know, drive, ride my bike or play basketball? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Go, go, go. You know, she had confidence, but at every quarter we would get our bulletin or our report card. And man, did it, did it ever shake my mom and, and shake the brass at home? If you know what I'm saying, if you know what I'm saying, the, 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 the seat of ignorance was met with the board of education in the words of my pastor. Wow. So, so that was my seat right here. Anyway, was, anyway, I'm not going to go back to that. <laughs> Talk about, talk about that for a second. <laughs> I'm speaking to you right now, bro. You know, I'm gonna start getting emotional. But um, all in all, that comparison really hurt me, and um, it, it was a little bit tough, tough to deal with. And it was only a little bit later um, that things started to change. And I'll, I'll dive into that a little bit later when we when we jump into our next topic. But definitely comparison for sure. Mm, that's that's awesome. I mean, definitely. I feel like anybody that's listening to us can identify with some of those challenges. And I'm going to be transparent with everybody about my challenge was lack of motivation, lack of motivation. Um, I was just happy getting by comfortably until my dad challenged me. He said, well, if you get this grades, basically, if you get like a, 
a high GPA this year, I'll buy you a guitar. And I really wanted a guitar. And so I was like, done. And I, I got it. Once I got it, I was like, wait, studying is super simple and easy. You just have to really give your best and that's it. And ever since, it's just a challenge. So I'll tell you another story that challenges me. Uh, when I came to Canada, I was uh, halfway through grade 10. And so immediately they sent me to a guidance counselor and the guidance counselor said to me, um, so what do you want to do after high school? And I said, I want to go to University of Toronto. And she's like, well, you know, like you just came here. You don't speak really well English. Uh, maybe you should aim to go to, to a, you know, trades college and, and then maybe step up and then go to university. And I was like, no, I want to go to University of Toronto. And so, and so she's like, yeah, but you know, like we, we have to be safe. And I'm like, you can be safe. Uh, I want to go to University of Toronto and I don't want to go to a trades college to then transfer to the university that I really want to go. I don't have that kind of time. And so that challenge arose in me a desire to prove her wrong. And when I was accepted, I took the acceptance letter to her office and I said, Mrs. Coleman, here's my acceptance letter to University of Toronto. And so she was like, she was like, congratulations, that's amazing. And then she's like, can you go to like grade nines? And I tell them your story and blah, blah, blah. And for me, challenge, it's what drives me to be good with school. And the challenge to know. And, and, and even within, within the church, like within Bible studies, put it that way. Because we've talked about a lot of academics. Bible studying has been something that just challenges me to want to know what I'm talking about. I want to know what the preacher is talking about. I am the type of person that when the preacher says like, oh, this is the Greek word for this uh, word in the Bible. I go to Google and I actually check that that's the word. Not because I don't believe the preacher, but because I want it to be settled within me and know what he talked about. So I'm the type of person that's curious. And, and I was lacking that motivation and that curiosity. But once that was uh, awakened within me, it was more, th- more of a smooth sailing. So for anybody that has the, a similar or same personality as me, um, just trust me. If you give your best today, it's going to pay off tomorrow. And you're going to get rid of that challenge. Now, let's talk about studying uh, uh, and how you can organize your time and how it's, it's time consuming. Uh, and how we can we add studying to our busy schedules. And I'm going to start by telling you my, my, my take on this, and then I'm going to get Lou to do it and Giselle to do it. But studying is time consuming, period. And if you really want to do something well, it's going to take time. You can't take a book that you have never read and, and be like, all right, I know it. You, you, you just can't. You have to read it. You have to take time. You have to ask questions. So the more time you invest, the better you're going to become. And so here's, here's how I do it. Here's how I structure my studying or when I have studied the most, which is was in university. I try to do it in big lump uh, periods of time. So I will try to block three to four hours of time and really dive into the study. And then I will get somebody to talk about what I study so that I rehearse what I study, speak it out. And so making time 
there's always going to be something fun to do. There's always going to be an invitation to go to. And there's always something exciting to do. I remember 2016. Um, I decided to take a summer class. My first and last one. Because it was like super warm uh, outside. It was the middle of July. Uh, the Euro Cup. I don't, I don't know how familiar people are with soccer. But basically it's like a continental uh, uh, playoff games. Between the best European countries was playing. And I remember... Wales and Portugal were playing a semi-final and I couldn't watch it because I had to study for an exam that I had coming up and it's hard it's hard to be like oh man the game my friends you know they're, they're, they're doing a trip to the beach and I remember uh, uh, Ontario family camp was on in that weekend too that week and I was like oh man I could be in the in, I could be in the campgrounds so there's like so many exciting things I could be doing but I knew I had to study for that test. And as hard as it is, make that commitment with yourself to take the time and study. It's going to pay off. The game, you can watch it later. Hanging out with your friends, you can hang out with them later. Going to campgrounds, you can go later. But that test is coming sooner or later, and you have to study for it. So just commit to it and prioritize that time. Luke, what, are you, what is your take on this? Um, just to kind of uh swing back to my story a little bit just to give a bit of explanation it'll be able to answer um how i managed my time because i never dedicated time as i said uh, i never dedicated time it was kind of winging it and just remembering what was spoken about in class and i was i was pretty good when it came to language classes i was pretty strong but when it came to math and very abstract concepts uh like science and mathematics it was very, very difficult for me to adapt and, and, and get the hang of it. Um, what needed, and to be quite honest with you, uh, my maths and my French, my uh, I did not dedicate time in my fifth year of high school. And as a matter of fact, I may have received the paper on the day of my graduation with all my colleagues. But in reality, um, in the principal's books, and in my official government documents, I did not graduate. I still had my um, uh, f uh, fourth year high school math that I did not do in my French. And so knowing that my colleagues were going to college and moving on and me um, kind of uh, gr fake graduating and going through the motions, I kind of was in a bit of a slump after we graduated and was very discouraged. You know, again, in that comparison mode and never actually doing something for me. I was always doing it to be compared to them, using them as the benchmark. And so I had to go to adult ed. And that was a big shocker. That was a big waker upper. And that is when I believe the ball started rolling in my, in my favor where I needed that shock. And... This may be the case for some people, but if you're in a place in high school right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you can make a difference today, work hard today, study hard today, dedicate the time today, because that's exactly what I ended up doing anyway in adult ed. They gave us exercises to do, practices, time at home dedicated. If the teacher found you in class working on these documents, she would kick you out of the class or he would kick you out of the class. 
it was important for them for you to complete this work outside of class. And they were checking up on the homework. They they had a, a smaller concentrated group that they could focus and begin to speak with and have more uh, dedicated time to the student. And I felt for me that that was a big difference maker, that I was given a lot of attention. I was given a lot more focus in my study ethic that I never had. Because in a regular high school setting, the te one teacher had to handle 30 to 32 students every class. And so I almost felt like I was cast off to the side and only the smartest students were being assisted. And some of my questions fell off the mark because I felt like I was unworthy to even begin to speak and ask questions or even shame would grab a hold of me to, to ask questions. I was like, you know what? I want some cool creds in high school. I was, and that helped, that, that held me back from asking the important questions that maybe would have been the tipping point of me passing or failing. So to a young person out there, don't be shy. Speak to your teacher. Sit in front of class. Be attentive. Uh, I'm, I'm already diving into the next point, but you know, I, I, I'm. That, that's kind of what what happened for me. In order for me to to dedicate time, I was blessed by teachers that really set focused work. So, that's for me a, an advice that I can give you: set time aside. That block of time. You let your friends know, uh-uh, I'm on do not disturb. Uh-uh, this is this is my time that I get to take care of me, take care of my advancement in my education, whether it's in actual school or if it's in um, uh, biblical education, Bible education. It's super important. Set the time. Set a time frame where this is your dedicated time. When you do that, you become intentional That's about good. everything you do in that time. Because, you know, after that set time, when that 5.30 uh, alarm clock hits, you want to make sure everything is done. You're intentional. You're focused. Because after that, it's whether whether you're helping mom and dad with supper, whether it's, uh, you know, you get to go out for a 30-minute bike ride, whether it's, you know, uh, maybe a video game that you want to play with your buddies online, whatever it is, you've set the time for your focus. No one can distract you from that. And that's... You know, my... Lou... You were mentioning setting time apart, and just so we'll, we'll get back to you in a second. But there's an app, an app that's called Flipped, F-I-L-P-D. And Flipped, what it does, it's it turns off everything in your phone except for essential calling. And everything else is turned off. And you can select whatever time you want. You can do one hour, two hour, three hour, four hour, five hour. Um, I don't get easily distracted. Um I give you another tip if you don't want to invest into an app. Uh, all my all my social media has notifications turned off 24-7. Like if you DM me on Instagram, I'm not going to see the message until I get into Instagram by myself. Why did I do that? We can talk about that in another episode, but I, I didn't want social media to run my life. I wanted to run social media. And so when I'm studying and you text me on Facebook or you, you post the picture of us. I'm not going to see it until I decide to get into social media. Uh, so for your studying purposes, maybe decide to turn off the apps. Get app, that flipped app. That's going to help you a lot. If you easily get distracted, it's going to help you a lot. Because I, I'm telling you, Instagram is so sneaky. Even if you don't have anything that you'll post, it will be like, just saw for a list. I just posted something. And I, we think that you might like it. In, 
like they hook you up so bad that it distracts you from actually stating what you have to study. Giselle, bring it to your point, man. Yeah. So talking about time management, um, this is a, this is a tricky one for me to talk about because, uh, it's still something I'm working on, but, uh, this is something I think that you need to establish as soon as you can. Uh, because, and I'm talking to the younger people right now, the, the high school students, those guys that are, um, you, th- you think that life is crazy right now in high school, wait till you get out. Mm. Wait, don't let anybody tell you that it's all just sunshines and rainbows outside of high school. Okay. It's, it's going to get even crazier. Um, not, not trying to toot my own, my own horn here, but just to give you kind of an example of my personal life. Uh, I'm 26 years old. I've been married for three years. I have a kid that's two years old this August. I'm an associate pastor at a church and I'm a second year university student. Now, all of that, and th- there's a few things I didn't even add in there, like my full-time job, like my responsibilities as a promotional director with the district. It, there's a lot of stuff going on in my life. And so managing that time and making sure that I have everything prioritized a certain way is very important for me in order to not fall short in my studies, not fall short with my family, um, in my ministry, in my own personal walk with God. All of these things uh, need to have a place in your life that you can dedicate that time to. Right now. Right? Um, like, this is not a good habit, to be honest, but for me personally, like, I, and this is just the situation with my life right now. And you know what? You're going to have your own situation uh, with your life then you can kind of adjust, but this is how I've had to adjust with my circumstance, with my life. So I work at a, a, um, a full-time job that starts at eight o'clock uh, and ends, and I get home around four o'clock, eight to four. My wife works at three o'clock and she finishes at 11 o'clock PM. Okay. So when I get home, right, I'm not just laying down on the couch and, you know, watching Netflix, playing video games, whatever. I have a kid to watch. Right. I got to watch my kid. And so uh, that gives me um, that time, you know, that when my wife's working to kind of hang out with him, uh, do the family time, uh, you know, and, and maybe an hour or two hours in that, like kind of what we're doing now, I'll, I'll ask uh, one of my family members to watch him and then I'll go ahead and record an episode. Uh, I'll take an hour to study whatever it allows me to in that time. And then when my wife gets home at 11, uh, now I can dedicate. And I know Mateo mentioned he doesn't do late nights. I'm sorry, bro. I'm the opposite. <laughs> but uh, that's just my situation, like I said. So I take that 11 o'clock um, and I start doing uh, a lot of the other stuff I need to do, like uh, any graphic design, any um, any work for church, you know, studying for, for a message that I got to do on uh, Sunday or next Wednesday. Um, and I just take that time. Um, and uh, then I go to bed around uh, just before midnight or something around that time. And then I got to wake up again in the next morning. Right. And uh, because I don't have time to wake up early and, and do work in the morning, because honestly, I wake up and I look like this. I can't even open my eyes, look at my books, you know, <laughs> study like, you know, you, you guys know that, that that feeling you get when you just wake up and you, your eyes are literally still like so heavy. That's me every morning because I sleep at, 11, at 10 or 12 o'clock at night and I got to get ready for work. So what I do is I utilize technology, which all of you guys can do as well. I listen to audiobooks. I listen to podcasts like the Bridge Podcast, which is out every Tuesday. You listen to that. Uh, I utilize I utilize my uh, every moment that I have 
um, you know, my commute to work, my commute back to work, you know, I'll use that time to call and follow up with young people, with church members, follow up with my brothers. I'll call, I'll call Lou Micah or something like that, you know, on the phone or, uh, or one of my friends. And I'll utilize every moment that I have to, um, to do that. And all of that to say, essentially, is that you guys can set as many goals as you want. Okay. Like how many times have we set goals in the new year? Right. You can set goals even before you start studying. I'm going to do this, this, this. But the thing is, okay, if you don't have a system, then the goals are not going to, I mean, they're good for setting the direction, but the system is what makes you, gives you progress. That's a quote from a book that I would recommend to everybody called Atomic Habits by James Clear. Phenomenal book on productivity. Okay. Uh, It's it's an incredible book. I encourage you to check it out, read it. Uh, but he talks about building a system. And, and that's honestly one of the things that has helped me uh, with my time management. I've built a system for every area. I know what I need to do. I know what I need to focus on. I know what tools I have at my disposal and what I need to use at that time. And I will utilize it to the maximum productivity so that I don't waste time and I don't get distracted. Apps that Mateo mentioned, that could be part of your system, right? Flipped. You can have a system where you literally put your phone off and, and do not disturb at a certain time. That's part of a system. Right. right. So building that system uh, for not just school, but literally any area of your life will help you so much in managing your time. Uh, because, yes, studying is time consuming. But if you can handle it, if you can run it, if you're in control of it, then there's nothing you got to worry about. Right. Um, it does make sense. But now just to wrap it up, we're going to wrap up this this uh, podcast today. I want to walk it back and we're going to start from Giselle, Lou, and then I'll close it off and then we do an outro. We've talked, maybe throughout the episode, we've given so many little different tips. Uh, but it just in a summary of, of what we've, we've said, I want each of us to say a few tips, a few study tips. Without much explanation, just mention them briefly so that people can write them down. And if you have any questions about any of these tips of how we do them, please comment, send us a message and each one of us will be more than happy to send you more resources or things that we've used or explanations and how uh, to study or use these tips. Okay, so I'm going to give two different tips. Uh, One for uh, academic study. So university students, uh, because I'm in the same grind as you guys. uh, So I think I have a tip that'll help you out with that and also Bible study, okay? Uh, For academics, um, highlight, 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 highlight. Okay, like I highlighting your points and I I don't know how it is for other provinces, but I know for for me, I'm I'm in a university online course, which is shout out to all my online students. It's a tough grind. It's hard. Online online studying is so difficult because you're just sitting at home. Right. And there's more distractions as opposed to sitting in a class uh, with a teacher. And, you know, you're there with the presentation and whatnot. So um, I'm doing an online course uh, with Liberty University. And so all my textbooks are like digital. They're all online. Um, so highlighting it on my screen and then I can go back to it and then I'll write it down in a physical notebook. Mm. That helps me retain. And, and I think Mateo mentioned this earlier. It helps you retain um, the stuff that you're writing. Um, it's more, uh, you, you have more freedom with a pen and paper. You know, with, with a Word document, you have, you're limited to certain lines and certain pixels. But on paper, you can just jot down anything. You can write arrows, put all kinds of doodles down that'll help you remember. Uh, going analog really helps. So uh, put the, write down those points on your computer if, you, if you're doing that. But 
try writing it on paper, guys. That really helps. Um, so that's for university students. For Bible study, I actually have a similar approach for Bible study. Um, but the thing about my Bible study is that um, I'm constantly taking notes anytime I can. Okay, And Mateo mentioned this, I think, earlier. Um, when, when a preacher says something, a fact, and he checks it out, you need to do that. Like, not even just with, like, Greek words or whatever. Like, the scriptures, literally. And every every time I do a Bible study or I preach, I I encourage the the, the church to uh, take the time outside of this to go into the, the scriptures that I've mentioned and study it for yourself. Right? Write down points that you can look into on your own and build kind of your own, uh, you know, perspective on it with the scripture. And based off of, of course, what your pastor is saying. Uh, it, it, and it's... As Mateo said, not just the fact that it's not that you don't trust your pastor, you don't trust the preacher. It helps you retain the things that they're saying. It helps you retain what the word says, right? And it makes it your own, right? Because then you go out to somebody else who needs to hear the word. And now you can take what you've learned and what you've applied into your own life. And now you can share it with them, right? And so taking notes anytime I can, any preaching, anytime I'm sitting in a, in a service, I'm writing down little notes. There's a thought that the Lord puts in my mind or a thought that simply the preacher says, I'll just jot it down uh, a simple thought. And then I'll come, you know, kind of uh, look back on it later on or uh, study the scripture later on. So um, take notes as much as you can. I have um, just this little notebooks like this all around my house like there's like one of my nightstand there's one behind me there's some in my drawer these are like little moleskins that you can get and you know i just these are just so handy for me to have i just pick one up jot something down it doesn't have to be this exact one but you know just a little notepad that you can put um you could use your phone but it's just so much nicer to write stuff down guys so um i would encourage you get a little notebook around uh, you can get them for really cheap at like Staples or Amazon or whatever. You can get like three a pack of three for like ten dollars, um, and it just that that will boost your your ability to to really have study time and, and opportunities to study. So that's it. Great, great. If I could if I could Move. just jump on that, yeah, um, Jocelle, I think that for me has been a, a transitioning point for me as far as my tips that I can give. Definitely go go to writing. Mm-hmm. Right now, if I'm in a fix, I'm in a tight fix. My phone. That's my go-to. My yeah, phone, yeah, my absolutely. For, for, for note writing, and I, I tend to write down a lot. And I'm a fast, I'm a fast texter. I'm really handy with, with writing text very quickly, and a lot of times when a quick thought comes, I've got a quick things to write. Yes, if you're in a fix, take down notes on your phone, a, a device anywhere immediately when you're inspired. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna kind of give a biblical turn uh, twist to it rather. It, you know, when you've, uh, Joselle mentioned, you know, uh, the Lord drops a thought immediately, jot it down. I'm with you on that. I support it. Um, another thing that I do as far as biblical studying is concerned, I always do comparisons with the Amplified Version, 100%. Uh, I'm the kind of individual who maybe have a, has a hard time, have had, I've had a hard time uh, since the very beginning with a lot of old English and mm-hmm. wanted to dig in a lot more. Doing comparison texts to make sure that you get a deeper understanding can not only help you, but those that you are going to eventually teach. Um, mm-hmm. That's another study tip that I give and that I've acquired alongside with my secular study of nursing. 
um, it's teaching. Immediately uh, doing a dictation of what you've just learned to somebody else. Because of my passion and drive for what it was, Purpose Institute, uh, study notes that I was jotting down and something new, a factoid that I learned in my notes, I would go and tell my mom. Mm -hmm. And when I would have questions about it in my Purpose Institute exam, I would literally know the answer verbatim because of how passionate I was and the expression and teaching and the rediction to my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is the exact same thing that happened to me when I was studying in my nursing course. There is a plethora of things that are thrown your way of theory that needs to be learned surrounding medical terminology, systems, medication, uh, pharmacology. There's so much. And how do you retain it all? One of the best ways to do it is not only with note writing and retranscribing notes. Uh, uh, if you maybe were jotting it down, if you're a student that you're in the medical field, if I'm addressing you guys, you know, you're you're taking notes and your your hands cramping or your your fingers are typing and you miss something out. Press the record button. That's one mm -hmm. of the tips I give. Record, record, record audio. This is so key. This has been so key. If you could check out the recordings list on I have on my phone, it's ridiculous ridiculously long. Like I've got tons and tons and tons and tons recording on end. Recordings on end. And this is all of different classes that I've had and stuff that I'm like, I got to get this. I got to get this. I can't miss out. Whether it was in Purpose Institute or an important cardiology class, you needed to make sure that you grabbed some of the tidbits that you were quickly writing your hands through. And your your hands can only go so fast. So re-listening to it, re-transcribing and recreating new notes was a huge big tip for me uh, that I can give to you guys and teaching somebody else. Going in the kitchen while my mom was chopping onions and just having my notepad or my, uh, whether it was my, my laptop open and being mom. So yeah, this is what we learned. And, and I would recollect exactly how the teacher verbatim said it because of my recording. And I would put the pieces together. I'm very like, I capture a lot of things audibly. That that was a big, I, I thank God for that. But re-declaring re it to someone else and making sure that you declare it properly and explaining it properly reinforces the memory of what you've studied so that when exam time comes, you'll remember more of how you expressed it than how the teacher told it to you because you're able to repeat it. That's my study tip. That's great. All right. That's awesome. Those are great study tips. I'm going to be uh, brief and consistent uh, just because we're closing here and we're limited on time. But I wrote four tips. The first one, find your strength. Whatever way you learn, as soon as you find it, I don't care what anybody else tips is. If they tell you, oh, you should try this, or you should try that. If it works for you, do it. I never forget one time Lumaika told me his dad uh, plays bowling. And he was explaining to me how bowling, really you just find a shot that you will do a strike and you just keep repeating it. Uh, same thing with studying. Once you find your shot that's going to give you a strike, keep at it. Don't, don't, don't try anything else. Second, prioritize. Prioritizing, it's important. I told you that summer, I wanted to do so many other things. But I also wanted to pass my course because I didn't want to repeat it. So if you prioritize your work, it's going to pay off at the end. Third, very linked to this, get it done. 
capital letter, bold, italics, underline. Get it done. You do not want to stay another semester. You do not want to stay another year. Get it done. You don't want to waste your time or waste your money. And the last one, and this is more for Bible studying or personal studying, get curious. Ask questions. The best students are the ones that ask the most questions. You know, when you were in grade 12, you were annoying at that person that kept asking questions. They're probably in a really great place right now because they were curious. So when you read the Bible, get curious. When you hear your preacher, get curious. When you read a book, get curious. Compare notes. Ask questions. Get a mentor. Curiosity is going to lead you to the best thoughts ever. And this is why I like handwriting. I'll show you some of the notes for a sermon I preached not so long ago. There is no way you can do arrows and sign notes and circles and X's and things that you don't like and you like and things that you want to repeat or you don't want to repeat in a Word document or a Pages document. But in a book, you can do whatever you want. You can write upside down, sideways, uh, diagonal. You can do arrows that curve from page to page. You can fold the page. You can do so many things. And it's so functional. And no one can hack you. So that's the tip. Uh, but no, studying definitely is difficult. It's, uh, it's something that I don't think I've mastered. And uh, I think that I'm, I'm progressing towards it. Uh, thank goodness I got through university. I passed. I'm in a Pratt alumni of the University of Toronto. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you're watching, I'm sorry, but I had to. I had to tell the story like it was. But basically, you just have to do it. You have to do it. You have to get it done. And it's not easy, but the rewards are great. Well, the rewards are a diploma that you get to keep in your house forever, <laughs> and you get to put in your resumes too. But it's great. Study. Study hard, whether you're in Bible college, university, high school, middle school. If you're in kindergarten, you're listening to this. Study hard because uh, it's going to pay off and you're going to learn so much. But thank you for listening to us and thank you for being with us tonight. Lou, we're back at you. We're so blessed that you're here with us on the Bridge Podcast tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. We know that this is going to bless you as it has blessed us in gleaning from one another's experiences and maybe you have stuff that you've experienced and that you'd like to share as well as your study tips of what has helped you to grow in your life uh so if you're watching the live premiere of this video of this recording comment section below comment boost it up blast it out we want to hear what your tips are about and please follow us on every a podcast platform available out there whether it's apple podcasts or spotify or any other podcasts available out there again i still do not know the names <laughs> but we want to we want we, you're going to see it in the comment section below you're going to have access to that we are so grateful that you've tuned in once again yet again to the bridge podcast with us tonight or this morning whenever you're watching this podcast i'm your host lou micah i'm Josel. i am mateo and this is the Bridge Podcast signing out. See y'all next week. Get it.